Dear Jazzy. The following program is intended for mature adults over the age of 18. If you are not a patron looking for information on sex, relationships, and gender, please visit scarletteen.org. Nothing said on this show is a replacement for official medical advice. Trust me. Last time I checked, no one here is a doctor. Welcome back to Cheer Jazzy, episode 33, the show where we answer all of life's kinky questions. I am your host, Jasmine Starshine. And I'm Miss Mimi. I'm on my period, and it sucks. Yeah. I, I'm migraining, and it sucks. I took an ibuprofen before the show. I'm really hoping that it works. But it sucks, and I hate it. This it's is stupid. why I keep T3s in the house. T3s? Gotta hoard those fuckers. What's a T3? Is that a it's magic? Like, it's Tylenol, like, extra, 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 extra strength. It's like... Holy I, shit. I went I went to the hospital, like, I don't know, back in February. Not February, I guess it was before. There was snow on the ground. I, I went to the hospital because I had a thing going on. I was in a lot of pain. They kept me overnight, basically. Like, because I went at, like, midnight, but they didn't release me until, like, 8 o'clock in the morning. So I guess I was there overnight. But anyway... I digress there. They're like, yeah, we want to give you this drug. And I'm like, geez, that sounds expensive. So we get free health care. I didn't have to pay for the, the hospital visit, but I had to pay for the drugs. Right. And like, I have good plans from work, but I'm like, those drugs sound expensive. And I'm like, cause like, you got to remember, like <laughs> I'm in the hospital. They're like, we're going to give you hydromorphone. I'm like, okay, I know that one. And then we're going to give you blah, 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 some drug I've never heard of. And I'm like, what's that? And they're like, it's Advil on speed. Okay. I was, I was going to say, it sounds like they gave you some kind of like fucking oxy so or something. Then, um, don't do oxy kids. Uh, <laughs> so they tell me this drug they want to get me to get from the, the, the pharmacy. And I'm like, what is that drug? I've never heard. And they're like, Oh, this is what we give when oxy is not strong enough. And I'm like, Oh, oh. Fuck. <laughs> okay. And I'm like, that sounds oh. expensive do you have anything cheaper? And they're like, well, we could give you T3s. And I'm like, sold. T3 is like a stupid, strong Tylenol with extra codeine. You know, They'll fuck I, was you about to, I was about to ask <laughs> if if that was like a codeine situation. They'll fuck Jesus. you up. <laughs> it will fuck you up. At that point, I would just say like, it's stupid that marijuana is illegal because you could just go to the hospital and say like, hey, I hurt. And they'll say, okay, here's your prescription. Uh, doctor, no. this just says one brick of weed. They, and the doctor will say, yes. <laughs> they had to give me an antibiotic to go with it. But, like, it's so fucking socked. <laughs> so yeah. bad. The moral um, of the story, kids, please take drugs responsibly if you choose to take drugs. Please. And please listen be responsible. <laughs> listen to your doctors. We are not doctors. We are not doctors. No, we are not. <laughs> Nor do we recreationally take drugs. <laughs> for for all I know, I don't. I, I'm only speaking for myself. I'm not speaking for Ad, Mimi. Advil on speed. Advil on speed. <laughs> I don't remember I, half of that hospital visit. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you don't. I literally. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> literally, when Daddy got his top surgery. Uh, they sent him home with some kind of fucking oxy or just something <laughs> ridiculous. No, Percocet. That's what they gave him. Ooh, and yeah. I drove him home from the hospital and he's like, 
honey, can we listen to the song? What song do you want to listen to, hon? The the song, you know, Percocet. <laughs> Perca, Percocet. I'm like, oh, no, you want to listen to Mask Off. So we listened to Mask Off six times in a row on the way home from the hospital. And he was like, remember that one time I asked you to play that one song, like, one time? I was like, baby, no, we listened mm-hmm. to it six times. And he's like, what? I was like, yeah. You don't remember that? He's like, no. I was like, I bet you don't. It's fucking awesome. I, I remember the only thing I remember is I remember getting there and then they're like, okay, so we're triaged. You're triaged. I'm like lying there in pain, like massive, like pain enough to make me throw up kind of pain. Like it was, um, and they're like, we're triaged. You're second in line. I promise we're going as fast as we can. I'm like, feeling like I'm dying there and there's nothing good on the television because, you know, they're only playing the news, but Mm -hmm. I'm lying there and they finally get me in and they bring me from one chair to the next chair, check me in, get me to the next chair. And they're like, okay, so your room, we need to clean it first. Fuck. So they sat me in a chair and they're cleaning this, this like curtain room thing in the wherever. And (laughs) They finally get me in and they're like, okay, we're going to give you some drugs. We got to take some blood to make sure you're okay. We're going to get you some drugs. Cool. Fucking takes my blood and he leaves. And I'm like, okay, must be going to get the drugs. Sure. Like, I, I this will be good. And then he comes back with a stretcher and I'm like, what? Oh. He's like, we're going to get you somewhere else and then we'll get you some drugs. I'm like, okay. And I hobble, I get on the stretcher. They roll me to this other room, which looks exactly the same as the first room, but dark. So oh. they wheel me in there and he's like, hey, we got to take your vitals. I'm like, what the fuck did we just do? And um, and so they take my vitals and like, I don't remember a whole lot because after they told me they were giving me more hydromorphone and Advil on speed, I remember them leaving, coming back and then like, you need to sit up because every time that thing beeps, you're not getting enough oxygen. I'm like, fucking what? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what? So they sit me up and everything is fine. And they're like, and so then I don't remember a whole lot. And all I remember is them going like, we're going to go for an ultrasound now. And I'm like, a what? Wow. Okay. So I don't remember getting to the ultrasound room. I don't, I don't, I remember the guy telling me. And then I remember being in a room where there were butterflies on the ceiling, getting an ultrasound. And they're like, okay, we're done. And then I don't remember getting back. There's just these two gaping holes, but I'm pretty sure I probably talked to the person wheeling me back and forth the whole way. (coughs) Good Lord. Um, It's like, I think I made a comment to somebody about getting lost in here or something. I don't know. Oh no. (laughs) When I got my wisdom teeth taken out, uh, I went to the surgeon's office and they, they like, set me up they put like me on the pulse thing they put the IV in me which if anyone knows me i fucking hate needles they suck but um so they, they have like what the, they do they you know suck the blood out and... yeah yeah that's true so they give me the IV and everything and they put like the pulse so it's beeping every time my heart beats i'm thinking i can make a game out of this because oh, no. every time my heart rate rises like above a certain threshold, it goes beep, 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 beep. I'm like, <laughs> so uh, being the dopamine addled teenager that I was, um, 
I've been practicing meditation for a long time, so I've gotten pretty adept at being able to like speed up and slow down my, my heart rate based on like, it's like a really good anxiety, like panic attack resistant tactic. So I was just like, let's raise my, my heart rate really fucking high. So I did. I'm going boom, 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 boom. And then the things are like going crazy. Doctor rushes in. Oh my God, what's happening? Boop, boop. Boop, and it goes back to normal. And he's like, did you do that? And I was like, uh-huh. And he was like, that's really cool. Don't do that, but that's really cool. <laughs> and that's Are my story. Are you sure you're qualified to give people advice when this is the kind of shit you pull in the hospital? Look... <laughs> the disclaimer on every episode is that we are not professionals. We are not doctors. Do not listen to our medical advice, of which we do not give medical advice, lawyers. This is an advice show, as Mimi said. And what we do is we give people advice on all of their kinky questions. So I think we just both answered the question how we've been doing and everything. Uh, let's get into the Patreon shout outs. Let's do the thing that we do. Yeah. We should probably eventually do that, yeah. Yes. In the $1 Patreon tier, which gets you a username shout-out, we have Jamie, <laughs> Melvin, Phil, two, Gesundheit, Phil258, and Raystar slash TwinkieFluff. In the $5 tier, which gets you username shout-out and monthly loots sent mm-hmm. via Discord, AP Michael Casa, Christian, Cloudpuzz, Juicebox, and Skywalker. In the $10 tier, which gets you everything plus a monthly little short porn video or a little gif, a little spicy visual something, we have Annie and Briah, who says padded for life. In the $15 center tier, that gets you everything plus a custom porn commission slot every month. We have Daddy Gray, Princess Sarah, who writes, A true friend is someone who thinks that you are a good egg, even though they know you are slightly cracked. Imp Wrath Kaneko, who writes, I'm a mother fluffin' princess. And Joe, who writes, Shout out to all the noble pool toys. Miss Mimi, we're an advice show, as you know. And what we do on this show is we answer questions. Shall we dig into those? Yeah, I'm good for that. We should probably actually do the thing that we set up. <laughs> Let's do the show. Let's do our jobs. What the hell was that? Fuck. You okay? Are, are you okay? I don't know. Something fell off my desk. Oh. <laughs> it's fine. Oh. I'll find it later. We'll figure it out. Okay. So we got what some. What is questions. the first question? Uh, the first yes, we do. question is uh, from Pro Gamer Girl Jamie, pronouns she, her. Dear Jazz Crew. How much time are you going to sink into Crystal Chronicles Remastered? My whole fucking life. (laughs) If Ashley has her way, that's exactly what's going to happen. I do not own a Switch. Otherwise, I'd be probably balls deep in it. Uh, I've heard nothing but good. And also, I'd be... Uh, Ashley says it's on PS4. Android, Apple. PC. I think I also heard no Android, Apple, PS4 and switch. Get on it. Get good. You don't even have to pay for it. It's free to a certain point. Get on it. Get good. I, I am so behind on my commissions. I am so behind on my poor clients. That is why I'm not. 
that's why I haven't played it yet. Please don't yell at me. Uh, for those wondering, Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles Remastered is the hottest shit on our server. So if you want to really there, ask Ashy. Ask Ashy because she is a fucking goddess at the game. Hell yeah, she is. Uh, what's the next question? <laughs> You mean it's not Ashy's question next about Crystal Chronicles? It's, <laughs> it's about RPGs. It's not about Crystal Chronicles specifically. <clears throat> Dear Jazz Party, how would you prefer kink in RPGs? Part of the plot, mechanics, or just roleplay? Love that one saber-toothed kitten. Pronouns, she, her. Ooh, spicy. Hmm. You know, there's a lot of good kinky, like, RPG maker, like, tile-based games. And then there's a couple of, like, ABDL-specific ones that are being made in, like, Unity and, and Unreal Engine and some crazy shit like that. Um, the idea of seeing diapers rendered with RTX is hilarious and amazing to me. But when it comes to kink being, like, in, like, general kink, not ABDL-specific, but kink in general, in terms of RPGs, I think I would vastly prefer it like be woven into like the plot and being woven into like the narrative and the role play aspect and not have it be like you walk into a store and hyper mess play the hyper mess mini game and then you walk across the street you hyper mess again and it's like uh, as long as it's like it makes sense you know because, you know, that's also how that's also my taste in fiction and fan fiction. It's like as long as it's very like tasteful, it's just like, oh, yeah, this is the characters are going to the bar and they're hanging out. Oh, and uh, also, you know, one of them's in diapers, whatever. And then they go to a dungeon to hang out and chat and whatever. And then they go home and they have like sex. No big deal. As, if it's just like very casual and just like slice of life and just like, yeah, this is just part of the world that the characters live in. I, I'm more into that personally. And that's how I prefer kink to be woven into the fiction that I take in. What about you? I think there are three kind of aspects that it can be taken. First is that I think that it could be hyper-focused and be the entire point of the game. Mm -hmm. So, like, you'll see them more in, like, um, like dating sim-type RPGs, mm -hmm. where, like, the whole thing is it's, like, a kink sim RPG kind of deal, which is fine, and they have their place. Yeah. Um, you have on the far opposite side of the spectrum where the kink is kind of, like, a throwaway thing. Eh, it's there, whatever, Pfft. It's not the focus. Mm -hmm. um, and then you have the kind of middle ground where it's woven into the story. It's woven into the world. This is just kind of how things are. It's not a big deal. It's focused on when focus needs. Like, it kind of ebbs and flows with the story. And I think that's how I would prefer it. Yeah. So like, you know, you're doing your... And it can be, honestly, like, it can be super overt or super, like, really lovely and subtle in even just in so far as, like, like, think um, Knights of the Old Republic or even a couple of the Final Fantasy 14 sections, like, where you actually get to choose your dialogue. 
So like, mm-hmm. just, you know, like even just very subtle dialogue options where you can kind of weave in some of the kink roll stuff in there based on who you're talking to pre-established like relationships with these characters, whether or not they're romanceable characters, all of those kinds of things will play into it. And just kind of like weaving those things into the, the, like the dialogue options would be super cool. Yeah. And like, I guarantee I'm going to bring it up later in the show, but as everyone knows, I've been playing through camp buddy and it is the shit. Um, there are a couple very Hang specific. On. Yeah. You've been playing this game and yeah. you haven't been playing Crystal Chronicles with us. It's a visual novel with gay boys. I'm sorry that I don't have a super strong nostalgia pull to Crystal Chronicles. I'm honestly just busting your chops. You're fine. <laughs> okay. Thank God. <laughs> but I've been playing Camp Buddy and it's the shit. And there are a couple instances. I think I posted a screenshot where um, one of the characters is like sniffing the others and he's like, you smell like baby powder. And I'm like, "Mm? oh, is that so? And then in one of the other scenes, there's these two characters that are like always shown and drawn and written together. Like they're never almost never separated from each other in terms of the plot and it's it's very clear that they have a sort of dynamic although i haven't gotten you know to the point in which it's fleshed out all the way but literally there's an instance where one of them goes like it's very clear like one of them is like a very rich and prim and proper and needs like an adult and needs like I don't know what the to what to do because I don't I'm a I'm a rich kid I never did anything for myself and then the other kid is like helping him navigate being in not rich world at summer camp and you know they're they're doing something and they're at the beach and then long story short it, it the, the they exit as as saying like come on let's go get you changed insinuating that is just like this kid is either unable to change into his bathing suit himself or there's something else going on, if you know what I mean. And it's just like, those are the only nods so far. Oh, and then, of course, the one counselor saying daddy to the other camp counselor. That's a thing. But, you know, there's just these very subtle nods. Like, it is not (laughs) an ABDL dating sim. But there's just like these little like wink, wink, like nudges to this kink and then other kinks and lots of stuff. Like one of them is nicknamed Wolf Boy and it's like "Mm, pop play wink. And, you know, there's just a lot of very subtle nods, but it's not it's not like cramming it down your throat. It's just like this is fucking kink. This is part of the plot. Pay attention. It's just like, no, it's just like there. It's just like. These are the character quirks. You can take note of it or you don't. But that's how I like it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's what I would say. I feel like I went off on that one. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, I think I've gone off on a handful of things. So uh, it's only fair. <laughs> it's only fair. 
What's You're the next question? You're not about things. I <laughs> let me have this. Uh, what is what is the next question? Uh, this is dear Jazzy. Could you explain the third Newton's law of motions, plural, for padded little Babs, please? Sincerely, totally big girl Annie. Me, she, her. Well, Newton's third law of motion says that for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. Thank you, high school physics class. Which basically and means behave, you get spanked. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to go with that. I'm, I, <laughs> I'm exactly going to go with that. If you, <laughs> if you don't brat to your CG and you are good, good things happen. If you brat to your CG, bad things happen. Boom. Easy peasy. Easy freaking peasy. Uh, if you misbehave for Miss Mimi, you'll regret it, and she'll punish you. Get the you. F- you get the fucking nickel. If you don't if misbehave you, for Miss Mimi, then you get to have a good time. If you don't misbehave, you get to go in the car seat. <gasps> amongst other things, you know. Amongst, amongst many other things. Also, I changed it. It's not a nickel anymore. It's a dime. Oh, that sucks. Oh, my God. That's terrible. It's so, smaller. It's thinner. It sucks even more. So behind every policy change, there is a story. What inspired you to change from the nickel to the dime? And what is we've talked about this on the show, but for those just starting to listen to the show and just joining us, what what are we talking about? That's the Miss Mimi timeout. Yes, it is. What do they have to do with these coins? Not fucking nice. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Basically, the the gist of it is um, I hold a coin to the wall. You stand just far enough away from the wall. You put your legs open just a hair more than uh, shoulder width. And then you're going to lean forward, press your nose onto the coin and hold it on the wall. And you're going to put your arms behind your back and clasp them together. Kind of like, you know, like, like the Mormon tabernacle choir, how they like cup their hands. together. <laughs> you're going to like lock your arms together behind your back. And you're going to hold that fucking point to the wall. And if you drop it, your timer restarts. And that's the nice version because the not nice version comes with a spanking while you're doing the timeout. And the really not nice version is actually against a chalkboard. And I have gratefully um, taken inspiration from somebody I used to follow on Twitter for this. And not only is your nose on the wall, but your hands are on the chalkboard. And I trace them with chalk. And if you move, and that chalk smudges... We restart the timer and the count on the spanking. Oh, that's good. That doesn't sound like a punishment. That sounds like a good time. And the reason for the policy change is I'm a fucking sadist. (laughs) (laughs) I can get behind this. (laughs) Mimi 2020. So it's really funny. The dungeon that. Well, we frequent when there isn't a pan- Gesundheit. When there isn't a pandemic destroying Earth as we know it. The dungeon that we frequent, um, when I first 
when I first heard about them, I went on their website and um, it, they were going down like all the different rooms and facilities. And I saw one labeled classroom. And I was thinking, ooh, la, la, mer, you can do all sorts of fun scenes in the classroom. Dude. And then we get there, and it's and it's literally where they have, it's not a classroom. It's literally a giant round table where they have their board meetings and where they have, they actually conduct, like, edu- educational classes on, like, kink and everything. I was like, oh, there's no chalkboard here, and there's no desks, and there's no mini skirts, well, and there's no tile floor. This is disappointing, but this is also still cool that this is a facility that we have at our dungeon. So I was I, kind of like, meh, but also not. I have taken a lot, like I've talked to them on and off here and there. They are a super sweetheart. Um, for anybody who, who knows them or has spoken to them before, um, I think their Tumblr used to be called The Rule Set. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. They're legit. They're so cool. I love talking to them and they have like this thing where like their play partners come over and if they're playing, then they all have the same specific uniform and like it's primarily impact stuff, but like it's, it's really good. They do a good job. That's awesome. They really, there's an, there's this ABDL podcast. Um, I think it's like just biggest little podcast. I think that's the name of it, but there's this event that the hosts go to, um, every year where it's literally like a giant, it, it's a spanking party. It's a multi-day spanking party that takes place kind of like convention style in a hotel. So I think Capcom, but like specifically spanking and this, this event not only sounds really cool and also is like ABDL accepting and like, mm. which is cool. And also it's what one of the things that you can sign up for is having like a class schedule over the days. And it's just like, Oh, if you're late, you get spanked. If you don't raise your hand, you get spanked. If you answer the question wrong, you get spanked. It's just like all these things. It's just like, Oh boy, people who want to get spanked. Like that's where you go. The name escapes me, but it's just like, that's what it is at my house. Oh God. Those shits hurt though. Enter. You know what? The mistress Mimi Murr, the absolute worst impact toy ever has got to be a marimba mallet to the back of the knee. That shit sucks so bad. We used when I was in marching band, we used to just clap, just crack each other in the back of the knees and just watch, just watch each other just crumple away from our like marimbas and vibraphones. And the band director would be like, "What the fuck was that?" Yeah, I wouldn't. Eh, yeah, that would hurt. I think I got you beat an equine flick. <gasps> no, oh, <laughs> no. So for those Mm-mm. of you who don't understand what an equine flick is, one thing that is um, <clears throat> consistently used or seen in equestrian sports is a riding crop. Well, we use those quite frequently in kink, as many of you have probably garnered and figured out from pictures Ow. and everything. But it an does. equine flick is about twice the length and doesn't have the leather flap on the end. Nope. And what you do with it is it's flexible. And what you do with it is you wiggle it around, wiggle, 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 because it does like that woo, 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 woo thing. And then mm-hmm. you bent over and you just go. Whoosh. It's like it's like a, a flexible stick that hits almost as hard as a whip, but it's very, 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 very precise. 
uh, Skywalker Ranch in the live chat says that the name of the event was Frolicon. Oh, I know Frolicon. Frolicon. My friend. Yes. Uh, well, I don't know if they're my friend anymore. They don't. They're oof. It's not by my doing. They just, anyway. It's a complicated. <laughs> thing. Um, they just. They did some shitty things and then vanished and then like started talking to me and then vanished and then I'm just like, so like are we mm-hmm. friends or like are nah. like what's like then they're like yeah we're getting I'm getting married you need to come to my wedding and I'm like uh, what so like we talked about this when we were like really close and you were always there and then you vanished and then you come back and now I'm invited to your wedding and now it's a thing and now you vanish it's just it's like this like. I'm, I'm just if, if you'll excuse me I have to get my princess tea set out because this is hot anyway it's it's a thing but like they mention Frolicon a lot and it's something that I would like to eventually visit but fuck there's so many conventions I want to go to mm-hmm. <sighs> whatever it's it is what it is but equine flicks are a bitch and a half they are I, hey uh, Mimi hey what do you say before we go to the next question? We do the special thing in the notes that's coming up right now. You want me this to isn't no, 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 no. I'm just saying I'm tr- I was trying to like lead you into a witty transition because I got nothing. I didn't want to be like like clunky transition. Fuck it. We're going right into it. Commercial break. Here's Jazzy. We'll be right back after these short viewed messages. <laughs> I've been kind of like hinting at this for some time and I'm really happy to finally be able to talk about this because I've been going back and forth with the developers and now we have something that's materialized and now we can talk about it. So without further ado, Dear Jazzy is brought to you in part by Camp Buddy, a spicy visual novel from BL Games that puts you in the role of a new scout at the titular Camp Buddy. Throughout the branching storylines, you'll be very acquainted. Fuck. (laughs) I fucked it up. I can't do the intro. I can't do commercials. Throughout the branching storylines, you'll become very acquainted with your fellow campers in this fully voice acted and beautifully illustrated gay masterpiece. You can catch me streaming it right at home in the Dear Jazzy Discord server and posting about it all the time in our gaming channel. And if you want to check it out for yourself, you can go to at ozwithgod.com and click the links for Camp Buddy at either the top or bottom of the website. I made them real big, so you cannot miss them. Uh, The links in there are affiliated, so if you buy the game with those links, you'll help support the show, and it really helps. And it also shows uh, BLitz games that Dear Jazzy is cool, and you should totally do that. So... And it's also a really good game, too. And you should totally play it so we can screech about it together. Miss Mimi, before we had technical difficulties, you said you had two questions. I already asked my questions. Oh, was it about my crunchy audio quality? Yeah. Oh, okay. We're good then. Sheesh. So commercial break out of the way. Thank you again for uh, helping out the show. BLitz, I love you. Miss Mimi, what is the next question? This one's a little bit heavier. Uh, Dear Jazzy and Mimi, recently I've been very depressed due to life stuff. 
I've noticed, however, my little side has been more active because of it. I don't have a safe space to do it IRL, and I'm hesitant to do it online. How do I express... Hello, Celeste. How do I express myself alone, slash without a caregiver, in a safe way? And how do I express myself more online? Sorry for it being really, really long. This is from Anonymous. No pronouns given. First off, it's not long. Don't even worry about it. You're fine. I was going to say, this is actually a fairly standard length question, so don't even worry about it, Anonymous. Um, So, I I totally hear you. Life kind of sucks right now. For everyone. In different ways. But literally for everyone. There's a lot of, like, bullshit going on right now. Um, and in that regard, a lot of people's respective little spaces have been getting a lot more time and a lot more attention, you know, as a, as a coping mechanism to deal with all the shice that we're going through together as a culture. Um, not having a safe place to express that really, really sucks. And that's something I unfortunately have a lot of experience with because I lived with my parents in my teenage years and young adult years. And it was really only after I moved out where I was able to really start like digging into it and exploring and everything, even though I've been like somewhere in the ABDL spectrum, like forever more or less. But it wasn't until I was like out and on my own and able to do my own thing that I was able to really do that now also this is i i am crunchy and old and when (laughs) when i was 18 this is also literally right before the fucking zeitgeist that happened with the abtl community like this is when old ab universe was still a thing before casey strom bought it and revamped it this is when this is even before Tykables was a thing. This is before Crinkles. This is before a lot of stuff. This is before Little for Big. This is still in the era of like also cute, which, you know, cringe and oh. shudder as you will. Yeah, exactly. Oh. It's yeah, it's bad. But, you know, th- so this was all taking place literally right before it exploded into the mainstream and what we're seeing right now. Um, so what I would do to express it alone is um whether it be in my my single dorm room or when i moved back home to go to audio school and i was you know in my room uh at my parents house what i would do is um you know there 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 are a bunch of like innocuous things that you can have like adult coloring books because that became a thing that really popped off around that exact time in my life. And that was like really cool. And it's also a good engaging activity. It helps with mindfulness. It's just an overall good thing you can do. Um, pretty much everyone has at least one stuffed animal. Like that's not a weird thing to have. Pretty much everyone has like a specific throw blanket or fleece blanket that they keep on their bed. That's not weird. That's totally innocuous and innocent. And no one will question that. There are some things that you can totally hide in plain sight and get away with 
with those things. Ashley in the chat saying, if I keep a cute girl on my bed, is that innocuous? Depends on the girl, but usually yes. <laughs> um, but going back to seriousness here, um, when it comes to less innocuous things like passies or diapers or any specific like like little space items, what I would do is um, I've always been known to take like long showers in my family to the point where I would be like, oh, shit, I drained the hot water tank. You can do the dishes tomorrow, mom. Fuck you. Oops. And since that precedent had been set, I would just start taking showers, my long showers at night after everyone else had already showered because I didn't want to steal the hot water and, you know, make it so no one else could do anything. So I waited until everyone was either out of the shower or on their way to bed or what have you. And I, just, and I would just be like, all right, good night, mom, dad. I'm going to shower up. And they're like, okay, see you in the morning. And that is when I would... Uh, close the door, lock it, turn on the fan, get like a little drip of water going to cover up sound in between the fan and the water and everything else. It would cover up a lot of like the sounds and you can use that space you've created to kind of like little out and do stuff, whatever it may be. Like that's how I got a lot of like my first like check marked off the, off the list as it were. And that's my that's my honest advice when you're living in a space that is, you know, not safe for you to express and explore the side of yourself. And maybe I can only imagine you have some like choice wisdom. Who me? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh man. Okay. So I'm gonna go at this from a couple of different angles. <clears throat> I'm gonna touch on a couple things first, and then I'm going to kind of come at it wholesale. So not having a safe space to do like little things um, IRL, definitely understand. Definitely something to work with. Um, it can be tricky, but the thing that you gotta remember too, um, and I, I don't mean this in any kind of like, um, like in, uh, crap. I don't you want that this. to sound any kind of like invalidating type deal. Um, cause I 1000% understand what it's like to not have a safe space to do what you want to approach to, you know, do, mm -hmm. um, you know, IRL. When it comes to that, I have a fucking whole host of shit that I'm going to explain, but I'm going to pause that for just two seconds. If you want to get involved online, you're involved with a really great community here in this server. Um, if you're if you're part of the S&P server, um, that's a fantastic community there. Um, Their channels are always firing off day there, and night. There are lots of different communities you can, you know, kind of dip your toes into online. The main thing is if you're going to do anything online, I'm going to recommend uh, just a couple things. Make sure you stay safe. Like do things if, you know, taking extra steps to protect your identity is not 
always a you know it's not a bad thing it's you want to keep yourself safe make it's sure a very you, good thing in fact make sure you don't you know don't do things like give out personal information don't like just be very for lack of a better way of putting it just be very conservative with yourself online and don't be afraid to just say no like mm-hmm. you can, you're it just the main thing that about being online is you can just 100% be yourself just like take your time and you i'm sure you can like and there's lots of us here that will happily you know give advice and talk through it my dms are always open you know it's it's a tricky thing but it gets easier with time online you can can always be, slide into maple mom's dms maple mom's door is always open um now the really good stuff is you can do oodles and oodles of little things that are not inherently overtly little and then you can do them anywhere it sounded like a portal just opened up behind you yep that's that's my (laughs) wisdom portal it's your wisdom Um, portal (laughs) For example, taking a bath is not necessarily a little thing. It's a really nice relaxing thing, but you can, you know, take your time and just have a really nice bath. Enjoy that experience. Something like um, Jazzy likes to talk about having her sippy cup from Starbucks. Think about (laughs) like getting... Oh my God, I'm blushing. Oh my God, I'm blushing. Think about like um, refillable water bottles. You can get ones that have straws. So like you're just really just trying to make sure you're hydrated. But added benefit, it's got a straw. It's a sippy cup. It's a really big sippy cup, but it's it's a sip. Or if you want to go an extra step, you get one of those refillable water bottles that's basically a sippy cup. But you get a motivational one. So, like, it's got these, like, really cute little, like, things on it. Like, I I know one on Amazon that is a cat one. And it says, drink your water, right, meow. And then it has, like, it's got, like, paw prints on the side. And, like, it's motivational. So, it's, like, you should be down to here by this time. Or, like, and it it helps. And that's, like, one of those things that's really cool because it's, it's, like, dual purpose it helps you stay hydrated but it's also kind of like a built-in sticker chart on your water bottle but it's like incognito and like it gives I, you those I little motivational link. things yeah man i yeah. need a i need a link Hell i yeah. think the whole chat needs a link to that actually um, boom boom oh shit that's an amazon link all 40 lines of it yeah well but yeah, but legit. I, you know what I've I got mean? mine like, right here. Oh, I'm sorry. You can, I interrupted. You can do all of these super cute things. Like, have some things like... Have some... Fi- like... I'm a music theater nerd. It's my degree. I spent hours upon hours upon hours watching Disney for school. You can watch Disney whenever the hell you want for whatever reason you want. So there's another thing you can do... Just why are you watching Disney? Because it's awesome. Because it's Disney. Duh. Like, 
you know, you can do all of these different things. You can um, keep a warm blanket. Even if you look at things like, and they, yes, okay, so cute, like, printed PJs are always, like, super great. But if you're worried about that being a little bit too much, look for some two-piece, like, really, like, soft material, just, like, button-down two-piece pajamas so that you can do your, like, get yourself into kind of, like, a routine where you're, like, you know, you're going to get ready for your wind-down for the night. Get yourself into your PJs. And don't wear those PJs unless you're doing that routine. Oh, that's good. You get yourself into that routine. And that's the thing, like, when people say they have daytime PJs and they have, like, nighttime PJs, that's actually really important because it's a subconscious thing in your brain where if you get yourself into PJs that you only wear for bed, you're going to help yourself get into a better sleep routine. Because if you're just wearing them all around the house, oh, yeah, okay, whatever, I'm just wearing them. But it's the same thing as a bedtime. Your body will register that if you're doing this multiple times all the time, your body is going to get it. We're going to bed now. It's easier to wind down. We're getting the jammies on. It's going to, you know what I mean? Get mm-hmm. a comfy pair of, um, it, I like, for example, I don't like slippers. Slippers drive me up the wall. I would rather pair it, wear a nice pair of socks. But if you're like me and a lot of other people, you've got hardwood floors in the in the house. And, you know, having nice, comfy socks, they're very slippery on the floor sometimes. Yeah, you can pull some Heelys tricks. I've straight up fallen downstairs because of those fuckers. Oh, shit. So, like, yeah, my my parents' house, get this. My parents have the Cinderella stairs, the ones that go straight up and then split like a like in like a T-shape. Oh, pretty. The the split, the the like handful of steps on either side on the top floor are hardwood, but everything else is carpet. Oh, God. So I come out of my room on the carpet in my socks, not thinking, there you go down the stairs. Fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Take off your hoser. But like if you are concerned about that, gets you can get some nice, comfy, neutral tone socks. Yeah. okay. if you're not if you're not worried about the bright colors and stuff, go for it. But if you want to keep them really incognito, get some nice white, beige, black neutral tone socks with just a little bit of the rubbers on the bottom it's the same thing you would have in a bathtub to make sure you don't slip there's another great one if you want to make sure you don't slip in the bathtub if you have to have a shower get cute you know um non-slip things like i had them at my old place and they were footprints oh that's cute them up and down the bath so like you can do these very like little adjacent or incognito little things all over the place in your in your day-to-day life. Having comfy blankets, having comfy sheets, comfy jammies, comfy like anything that gives you that warm, fuzzy, littley feeling that you can have when you're doing anything else. Even like the one that uh, a friend of mine uses. And it's a very littling experience for somebody to cut up their food. Mm-hmm. They obviously can't do this. They live at home with their parents. It's tricky for them. So what do they do? 
they're having food, they cut their pieces just one step more so that they're actually just smaller pieces. Gives them that feeling that they're eating smaller pieces. And anybody asks, well, you know, I'm just trying to make sure I enjoy my food or I, you know, want to make sure I don't cut too big or there's so many reasons why you might. I digest it. I want it. Yeah, right? Like, and there's, you know, just oodles and oodles of ways that you can do it. Go to McDonald's and have a Happy Meal. Okay, I want to pause here. Because Happy Meals are actually, nutritionally speaking, the perfect serving size for an adult. Mm-hmm. And and you get a toy with them. Mm-hmm. A fucking win. Mm-hmm. I love me a Happy Meal. It's, it's just like, why not, right? Like, it's all of the things that you can do to just kind of enjoy your time and make your time feel wholesome. Mm-hmm. And the one thing like that, I hear a lot of folks ask, how do I be little when I don't have a caregiver around? And that's the trick, right? Like you run the risk of running yourself in a spiral. If you get too dependent on a caregiver for you to feel little you're gonna run yourself into a spiral of i can't feel little i'm depressed about it i'm not happy about it until you are able to have that energy from a caregiver again then it's fantastic then it stops then you drop then you go and back into the spiral the trick is to find the things that you love that give you that energy and the happiness of feeling little on your own. And then all of those things are then made better when you have a caregiver around. Then the drop is less intense. It may still be there, absolutely. And caregivers, if anybody is a caregiver and listening, watch for that drop. It's your job to help. But it's also your job to recognize if you're having drop too. So that's a whole other discussion. But top drop, sub drop, both huge things. Be aware of them. But if you have ways to be little and have fun and enjoy the the little things on your own, it's going to be a lot easier. And all you can do all of the things I've mentioned and more incognito just because they feel good you know like there's no reason and a lot of them are honestly just really good for your health yeah nobody you know nobody's gonna look up look weird at you because you got a you know a motivational water bottle that's really freaking cute telling you to drink your fucking water mine's purple says woman power it's made of metal can't beat right. that i i mean i don't have a motivational water bottle mine's just stainless steel but it's amazing like it keeps water cold for like 24 hours it's awesome oh um, nice but like there's just there's so many things and i stand by those motivational water bottles because they really are like sticker charts without being sticker charts Every time you reach another goal, it is a small bit of celebration. 
Like, good job. You did it. Let's keep going. Go you. Hell yeah. It's your own personal cheerleader or your own personal caregiving cheerleader by your side all the time. I like that. Your own, like, plastic or ceramic caregiver. It's it's one of these. Um... Also, ceramic caregiver is a fucking song title. <laughs> That's good. Um... I, I'm going to add that to my like my running note list of like song titles because that's actually really good hold on a sec that's hold on i like that dear Do jesse notes collaboration coming along boom Where there we go it? i am so sure that that people know the picture that i'm thinking of it's from um the powerpuff girls where like the professor is like sitting super eagerly on the on like the little chair and watching what's like you know being shown to them like a like a, a caregiver cheerleader type person and like that's the image that's the that's the thing you've got your caregiver there cheering you on to drink your water do good things for your health all the while the whole time you're there hell yeah and if you want tips, if you want ideas, my DMs are open. I will happily give you ideas. Maple I, Mom is here for you. I'm going to stop this topic now because I will talk about this for hours. <laughs> Dear Miss Mimi, what's the next question? <laughs> <laughs> this is from Skywalker, pronouns he, him. Dear Jazzerpants. Filler of pamps and God. Miss Mimi, changer of pamps. <laughs> Unrelated. <laughs> what what do you like to do when you get into little slash big space at inopportune times or places? Meaning not a good time for the baby jazzy if inopportune is, you know, too big a word for her. Ouch. Wow. Wow. Rip. Call out post. Out rip. rip me. F in the chat for <laughs> me, ladies. <laughs> um, hmm. Do you need some aloe for that burn or what? You know, I think I need to check into the Cleveland burn unit. That's pretty good. <laughs> that burn was third uh, degree. So as as we announced in the pre-show is we're going to be recording episode 34 directly after this in which we're going to go into a topic very similar to this in great detail, but I'm still going to, we're still going to like answer this here. And then we're going to go to the next episode and just fucking tear this apart. Um, getting into headspace at inopportune times. Um, you know, I've been involved in the little lifestyle for so long is I, I feel personally I have a pretty good separation of fiction and reality. And I also have a pretty good, I, I, I have a pretty good grasp at keeping my shit together in public. Like if I'm at the grocery store and it's just like, holy shit, there's like unicorn flavored pop tarts. Oh my God. Sugar <laughs> baby brain wants this. And it's just like, you know, I know how to like, you know, there's a way that you can like personally celebrate internally in your mind and then externally not show 
like that or like not like totally like little out and regress and everything and it's it's cool to get hype and just in the grocery store if you see i don't know like unicorn flavored pop tarts that's something worth getting hype over an adult is perfectly within their right to get hype over that that's that's dope as hell or like or or like going to the toy store and you see some sick shit fuck it get excited over that big difference between that and like full-on regressing to the point where you're like babbling and incoherent and unable to function as an adult or if you're like if you're like driving and your iPod shuffles to like an ASMR track and it's like, Oh no, I'm regressing. I'm behind the wheel. Oh no, I crashed my Mercedes. Oh no. I just constructed a very specific, a very specific future in which this, this character owns a Mercedes and an iPod at the same time. (laughs) But it's like, and there's nothing, again, there's nothing wrong about that, but I, I really need to stress the importance of being at the end of the day, absolutely rooted in the fact that you are an adult at the end of the day, and you need to hold on to that reality with everything you've got. No matter how great the fiction is, you have to stay grounded in the fact that you are, at the end of the day, a functioning adult who sometimes needs an adult, but it's so I cannot stress the importance of being able to function as an adult and being just like training that. And, you know, it it could definitely take practice where if you're, if you're finding yourself regressing in public, maybe like talk to your little friends or talk to caregiver friends or talk to your caregiver. Or if you're out to your therapist, talk to your therapist. Like I'm having this struggle in, in which I am regressing in public and I need to be able to keep my shit together. How do that's something worth like investigating and researching and practicing. I think that's the biggest thing. Um, in regards to how I deal with it is, I don't know where there's an instance where daddy and I were, we were walking in the mall and I saw a Build-A-Bear workshop, and I was just kind of like quietly drifting towards the Build-A-Bear workshop. And we have like a lot of like tells for each other and like like specific, like if we're holding hands, we have like specific like like squeezes that mean like different things and that sort of thing. And like a little like soft stamp of the feet is like, you know, fine. Because the thing that you said during our chat before the show, Mimi, is, you know, people do notice a lot less than you think they do. But at the same time, that doesn't give you an excuse to just go fucking hog wild and be like, I'm going to stamp my feet and have a temper tantrum in the middle of a mall. But like doing like small things, no pun intended, is largely okay as long as you're being covert about it and everything. And if you're finding yourself like completely like melting into a puddle, no, that's a thing. One of the stories that gets tossed around on this server and on the SP server is how I went with uh, Sophie and Chloe Elizabeth, hosts of our sister show, The Usual Bet. Go listen right now. Uh, they took me to Build a Bear Workshop when I visited uh, their home last year. And in, in that situation, I was definitely not feeling 25 to put it lightly. And I was having a great time 
and there is there is definitely a lot of like youthful energy that I was exuding to the point where the clerk told us like, hey, I really appreciate the energy you three brought into the place. You're just like so fun and bubbly and everything. But in my mind, I was feeling like totally and also appropriately little. And so while I was having a great time in Headspace to the vanillas, it was being read as these three girls are bubbly and fun and youthful and full of like vigor and spirit. So it was being read in a totally, totally, totally vanilla safe context, which is like perfect. That's, that's like, that's like the, 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 uh, the, 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 the Holy grail is the word I was looking for. I tried to, I, my brain kept saying Ark of the covenant, Ark of the covenant. It's like, no, this isn't Indiana Jones. It's just like, that's like the rare black Lotus. It's just like, what's the perfect balance between like being able to feel legitimately small and valid and also being able to be safe and respectful of your surroundings and everything. And that's it. I think is being able to express yourself through actions that read in a safe manner and everything. I think, I think that's it. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm getting lost because I'm starting to go down the rabbit hole of, of that memory and my brain's like getting all foggy. I'm like, Nope, got to come back. And that's also a perfect example of what I was talking about, of being able to keep my shit together and everything. Uh, I'm going to pass the talking stick to Mimi. Also, Jamie, I appreciate your MBM, Jomes reference that is a very specific youtube reference and i caught it and i appreciate you you went to build a bear when you visited huh you know where we went we went to the grocery store hell yeah <laughs> hell yeah i mean Actually, grocery stores are super I say little that, i say that with some, like a bit of attitude but i fucking love the grocery store <laughs> it's super littling especially when you go with someone oh yeah uh, it was it was a cool it was a really fun experience, but like, I'll be real. Um, it is a lot. Lack of a better way of putting it, worse. No, it's a lot harder to find yourself feeling little in a inopportune time than it is to feel big in an inopportune time. Like, I always feel pretty big. So, like, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, I feel really inopportune to feel adult and responsible. <laughs> um, what would this look like? It's just like, you walk into your room, man, I want to fucking change some dippity dipes right now. Like, what does that even look like? Except that's not even, like, what... It's, it's like that meme that floats around, you know, the kink spaces that's like, yeah, I want to be a sub. Tell me what to do. Okay. Drink your water. Do your homework. Get an education. What? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wouldn't be a sub. Fucking step on me. Tell me what to do. Get your driver's license. No, not like that. Drink your water. No, eat a good meal. No, go to bed on time. This isn't what I wanted. <laughs> I was literally about to stretch and say, go to bed on time. <laughs> you know, somebody once told me that the most adult thing, like the most grown up, big adult thing you can do is do your own taxes. 
And I'm just like, Oh fuck. fuck I don't yeah. even do that. You know, I what's have, funny. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I have successfully done my own taxes. I am Damn. like trademark stamped a grown up. <laughs> I am not because my father is a tax attorney and you know what I do is every month in Patreon you can in Patreon you can download a spreadsheet of your earnings. <laughs> oh and you God. better believe I <laughs> I'm sending my father the my Patreon like spreadsheets, <laughs> my Excel spreadsheets with all my earnings on them. Cause I'm like, <laughs> I gotta put that in my taxes. I used and, to do my oh go ahead, sorry. Oh no no no. I mean he's come on the show, so obviously he's cool and he's supportive, so obviously that's not like a big deal my my dad's a very cool very cool human but it's just like (laughs) i'm not an adult i'm just like hey dad i made (laughs) my sex podcast made money on patreon here's the here's the receipts do it for me please i'm a dumb baby it's so bad (laughs) okay so i'm gonna uh i used to do all my taxes by myself I used to use um, a variety of different programs. I do my taxes and I used to file them online. And then my mom's like, you know what? I'm going to take them with me to the accountant this year. I'm like, okay, whatever. Save me some work. Cause I was in the middle of like a whole crap ton of auditions and exams and stuff. This is right when I was trying to get into university. And then mm-hmm. she comes back and she's like, Hey, uh, you know, you, you got like $1,700 back. And I'm like, fucking what? Jesus. I have then sent my taxes to this accountant with my mom every year since, and I have never gotten under $800 back. The and feeling of getting here, a fat refund is so good. And I'm just like, what kind of magic is this this lady working? Like, fuck. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> on the topic at hand, I don't think that you can necessarily get into big space in a quote-unquote inopportune time. Because, like, getting into big space just needs a little redirecting. Yes, I'm going to be responsible. Yes, I'm going to, you know, do the things I need. Big sometimes need reminding, too. Like, you know what? I sometimes forget to drink water. So I work really hard to make sure I try and drink enough water. That said, as a big... (laughs) (laughs) I see that you are also reading the live chat from our listeners. That said, <laughs> I love my job. This is great. As the show a, rules. As a big, I think it's worth noting that if you are with somebody who is little and you are in any capacity caregiving for them and know that there is a possibility that they could slip into little space. It's your responsibility within the confines of your negotiations with this person to make sure that they don't put themselves in a bad situation. And that's very, very, very simple and small things to do. You just need to be aware of the situation. If you have negotiated any kind of caregiving terms with this person and you take them out and they start to slip into little space, you need to be aware as a caregiver that that could happen. And you need to be prepared 
to deal with it if it does. And deal with it is not a great way to put it, but you need to be prepared to handle the situation. And that can be something as super simple as you go to the store to get something and they slip little because, whoa, there's a toy section. Valid, valid. Do the thing, go, but you can, you can rein that whole thing in. Literally by something as simple as turning to them, stopping them in their tracks and just saying, you hold the cart or you hold my hand. Those are your options. Pick. They'll pick. You can keep going. You make sure that they stay close to you. They don't wander off because of it. You can do very specific things that are going to help keep them in check and make sure you watch, make sure you're aware of the tells that they're giving off. You can see them. You it's and it takes time and it takes learning, but being aware of the person that you are responsible for caring for, even if it's like a one-off or a very infrequent thing, is important. So in response to the question, I would say that no, it's getting into big space in opportune times doesn't really happen. That said, getting into little space in opportune times does. And if that happens and you're with somebody and that happens and you have any caregiving responsibility to them, you need to be aware of that. And that's my thing. And like, if you're able to handle that situation, it has the potential to create like a very fun shopping trip or a very fun outing. Like if you're equipped to, you know, handle a situation like that, you have the potential to create a very like memorable experience for both you and the small fry. And that's really, really wholesome. And I think about like the outings I've done with uh, daddy, or I think about how uh, like going to the mall with the starlings, or I think about going to the arcade with the puddle gums, or I think about, when I, I mean, I just came back from my trip with Ruka and just, she and I went out to the grocery store together and she like helped me pick out chicken nuggets and like just like really, really nurturing while also like allowing me space to like feel small safely and discreetly and also be able to just like we're both able to have fun in that space. And it was really just wholesome and constructive. Just wait till you visit me. God, I can't fucking wait. As soon as this virus is over, I'm just going to buy so many plane tickets to see all my people. It's it's not it's not a game. It's very serious. Very, very much a thing. Juicy Juicy in the chat says me too. I will honestly say that if I am friends with anybody. And we have chatted like in any kind of context you know more than just in chat you know like if we've just genuinely had conversations outside you know and even if it's just within 
Um, like I'm pretty, I'm pretty open about stuff, but like, honestly, um, if visiting me is something that people want to do, I am like super open to it. Aww. Like I will obviously set boundaries and all of that. And if I'm not really comfortable with person X or person Y or whoever visiting me, I'll say so. Like I will be, you know, upfront about it. But like, I used after I like, um, I'm super, super like chill and open with people just coming and hanging out for a weekend or something, you know, like, yeah, I, I try to be, you know, as open and welcoming a person. And after I closed down, um, the daycare, uh, for some very close people I used to do, like, um, you know, just a one-on-one, like pseudo daycare experience, like come over, hang out for the weekend. Absolutely. You can be little, Oh wait, there's a, Little's play date that weekend or oh wait there's a dungeon event that would you like to go like you know and it looks like we're going kiddo and I'm you know I try to you know like look after people and 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 help people out and such so like there's a good handful of people in this server that if they were just like Mimi I want to visit and I'd be like I got, you know, sleeping space. Tell me when. <laughs> we'll make it work. I can think so, of about one whole server who would want to do that. <laughs> to go to MimiCon. MimiCon is legit. And, like, it doesn't matter what season you visit in. I've got shit to do. Aw. So, like... And you can toboggan in my city. None of this bullshit getting... <gasps> they ban tobogganing in a city not far from me, and I'm just like, the fuck is this? How do you how ban do you, tobogganing? How do you ban tobogganing? <laughs> oh, they said it wasn't safe for kids, and I'm like, bitch, I grew up with lawn darts. Fuck off. <laughs> okay, okay, boomer. <laughs> I grew up I'm not with... like those fragile snowflake liberals. I drank water out of a hose and survived cholera. <laughs> I grew up with lawn darts. I've had water out of a hose. I grew up with backyard rockets, for Christ's sake. Like, there is... I gotta remember where I, where I read it, but there is... There is an article that I read when I was in university that when I was taking my um, university psych courses... That, su- that supports the theory that risky, quote-unquote, play for kids is good. Keeping your kids too safe isn't always the best thing. It's okay for your kid to eat dirt. It's okay, it's okay for, for your, your kid, kid to, to get, get a scraped knee. It's it okay happens. for your kid to get pegged in the face with a lawn dart. Well, okay, so lawn darts are a bit of a, you know, a tricky one. Yeah. Um, but, like, <laughs> my like case in point, my brother, my uncle is, uh, or when I was a kid, my uncle was a very, very huge part of my life. Like, he's still around, but, like, I live eight hours, nine hours away. Like, but 
you know, I remember we used to, there's a park across the street from my parents' house and they have this huge toboggan hill and down the back of the hill, there's a path that goes into a, you know, a subsection subdivision of houses. So my uncle, you know, thinking he's so hot shit, he goes and he like bikes down and he does like a ski stop on the bike. Oh no. And my brother's like, I could do that. No. Oh no. (laughs) No, he can't. All the way down the hill, jumps the steps lands the bike but then falls over and all you see is his face going and then right into the pole like he came home with a bloody nose he had a like friggin fence burn on his face like fence burn he had and you know what he's fine we get hurt <laughs> and it's okay to get hurt as a kid. We can bounce back. It's like, have some fun, you know, <laughs> I'm cackling about that onomatopoeia. I just want, you know, I was watching the waveform on my monitor <laughs> when you did that sound effect. And it's so, <laughs> it's, oh my God, this is beautiful. It's okay to just have fun and i i don't agree with all of the honestly some of them are just outrageous uh, no outrageously excessive you know um quote safety precautions like i mean My city, um, my parents' city, Ottawa, uh, for some hills, they require kids to wear helmets to toboggan. I can understand that. We have some pretty fucked up hills. But, like, for the city to just outright ban tobogganing altogether, I saw somebody in that city literally call the bylaw because somebody built a fucking snow fort with a tunnel. Are you serious? They called the bylaw because they built a snow fort with a tunnel on a snow day and the bylaw tore it down. What a narc. For real, what a narc. Like, that's the kind of excessive safety crap that I don't like. Like, I would just like to remind the Dear Jazzy audience that the official server stance is ACAB1312. Please continue, Miss Mimi. I just, you know, I am like, there are things that I agree with. Like, yeah, if you're riding a bike, wear a fucking helmet. I agree with that. Absolutely. You know, I agree with. But like. And, you know, to an extent, wear a helmet when you... I've had the wind knocked down on you tobogganing. It sucked like hell. But whatever, it happens. But it's like... You... The argument always goes, Oh, well, it happens. But why should should we let it happen? I honestly, in, in some scenarios, think like with... You know, like... We don't see water gun fights nearly as much as we used to. Water balloons. We don't see, um, like, bike racing as much as we do. Like, like just bicycle That's because, racing. 
That's because all of those things will get you shot dead by the cops in America. Yeah, maybe I'm coming at it from a Canadian point of view, but still, like, I just, I think that there is definitely a line of what is, quote, like, too safe. Mm -hmm. And I think that, you know, just have fun. Um, Yeah. But I'm going to actually put a pin in this topic and bring it back. If we're friends... And you want to visit Miss Mimi? <laughs> Bring it back. <laughs> you let me know, and we'll figure something out. I will make sure hit, that you have fun. I'm going to hit you up on that. We will... Uh, Juicebox uh, offers himself as tribute. Juicebox, you are more than welcome to visit any time you like. I will Heard it here take first, you cutie. on adventures. I, I, know, I know places. Hell yeah. So, you know, we got that's the show, folks. That's the show. That's the show that we do. Uh, Stick around, live audience, because like I said, we're going to go right into episode 34 after this. But for everyone listening on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, uh, 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 Winamp, (laughs) the RSS feed, podbean.com, I don't know. as always, Dear Jazzy is an at oddswithgod.com production. Visit us online at, at oddswithgod.com. While you're there, please check out our Patreon. Get yourself some porn of yours truly. Support the show. Click on the Camp Buddy links. Look into it. You won't regret it. It's good as hell. I love it. Uh, I've been Jasmine Starshine. Miss Mimi, any closing thoughts? Where can people find you? Plug your you, stuff, please. You can find me on twitter.com backslash bellnacht. B-E-L-L-E-N-A-C-H-T. Or you can find me at soundcloud.com black slash Miss Mimi's Lullabies. My commission slots are open, so if you're interested, you know, let me know. Would help me a lot because of my whole internet fiasco. So, and that said, I'm You write some... I'm sorry. I got excited. That said, I'm giving discounts on commissions right now, too. So, uh, like really good discounts. Uh, Ooh. So hit me up if you're interested in some music. And uh, to answer the question in chat before I officially sign off, no, I don't break boys like Pudding does, but uh, <laughs> I can promise a very memorable experience. So I've been Jasmine Starshine. And I have been Miss Mimi. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Bye-bye now. A uh, bye-bye. <laughs> Perfect. I'm leaving that in.